Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 333 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. Happy whatever day it is when you're listening to this. I hope that you're thriving and life is treating you well. I also hope that all of your relationships are healthy and happy, even though I know there's probably one or two that aren't or could use improvement at the very least. Relationships are always a hot topic. You know why? It's because we're social creatures and relationships are crucial to our living a long, happy life. The thing is, we have relationships that are easy and we have relationships that are not so easy. And every one of the relationships we have, though, has one thing in common. You. You're the center of your own universe. It's how it should be. And every relationship in your life involves you. So if most of your relationships are difficult, there's a common denominator. We do all know someone, though, that's constantly having problems with certain people or everyone in their life. Why would that be? And if we do have one or two relationships that are on shaky ground, how do we know if the relationship is worth working on? Well, we're going to talk about it. So have you ever dreaded going to an event because a certain person was going to be there? Or maybe you just generally think you don't have anything in common with anyone that will be there. Only to go and have a great time. Or maybe you end up sitting right next to that person. So you're forced to talk to them. And all of a sudden, you're like, hey, they're not so bad. We a lot of times create versions of people in our head or we have these conversations with people in our head or have thoughts of what other people are thinking about us in our head. But at some point, you may realize that those thoughts are very different than what reality is. None of that stuff that you envisioned is real. I was talking to my little sister, Molly, the other day, and she said how interesting it is how far we've come as a family since a couple years ago. A few years ago, because of religious differences, we were sort of estranged in a way, completely from one of my sisters, which is what she requested. But the other part of my family had repercussions from that as well. Now, I realized that a lot of that had to do with me because I created some things in my head that weren't quite accurate. But because I created some things in my head that weren't quite accurate, uh, I had a lot of problems with it. But now I'm actually going home once a week whenever I can and I get to spend quality time with my older sister and my mom and dad and Molly talks to them regularly on the phone as well. It's even come so far that we have now had dinner a few times where my estranged sister and her family were visiting too. And it was a really nice time. If you've listened to my earlier episodes, you know that we've come a long way. I commented to Molly how we used to have conversations where we'd be so frustrated and mad at things that we perceived them doing. But then when we would get together, it would be so fun and so easy and just, just a great time. I told her, I said, you know what that means, right? And she said, no, what? <laughs> it means that we were creating a lot of the conflict up in our heads when reality was that we do have some differences, but we love and enjoy each other even though we do have those differences. Now, I can't speak for them, but that's the reality for me. And Molly and even my brother agree was the case for him too. 
Sometimes working on our own issues in our head with the relationship, that's all you need to do. Maybe you don't have to have a big powwow with everything, everyone. You just have to acknowledge the role that you're playing in it. And also maybe the role that the thoughts and conversations you have about that family member or friend plays in that, plays in the relationship. Our family, we've come a long way. Now, it's not perfect. No family is. But you see, we all do this. We create conflict in our head and scenarios in our head that simply aren't real. I mean, we do it with friends, coworkers, acquaintances, even our family, especially our family. A lot of times, the conflict comes from what you're thinking they're thinking about you. And they may not be thinking that at all. We create all this stuff in our head that's not real in an effort to rationalize our feelings or to rationalize staying away from them. And then we wonder why the relationship isn't great and why we've become so resentful. So many times it's because of the way that we're thinking about that person or we're thinking about what we think that person or those people are thinking about us. And the longer this goes on, the worse it tends to get. Now, it's taken a lot of mindset work on my part because I had all of these thoughts, which were really the reason that I felt hurt. And there was some victim mindset in there as well. And from that place of feeling hurt and like a victim, I just retreated. I retreated and I ruminated. <laughs> now, when we ruminate, we tend to make things worse than they are ever. That's what ruminating does. And when you retreat, you isolate. And both of those cause more problems. And if left unchecked, they cause really, really big problems. Because one affects our mental health and the other affects our social connections. In the, in the book I've been reading this week by Dr. Atia, it's called Outlive. It's just, it was just out last week, so I've been really enjoying it. I'll put it in the show notes. But he says social connection and mental health are on the list of six main things we have to have in order to live a long, healthy life. We cannot neglect that part of our life. In that book, he says that the six things that help you have a healthier, longer life are sleep, exercise, nutrition, mental health, supplements, and that does include pharmaceuticals, and social connection. All play a really big role in our longevity and health span. Now, I didn't know this, but someone who is isolated will live less long than someone who smokes even. That's how important social connection is. I was beyond shocked to read that. So having strong, healthy relationships is vital to a healthy life. And a big part of that relationship is how we think about them. A lot of times we have a relationship with people in our head, and that relationship we have in our head will affect how you treat that person, which affects how they treat you. Like it or not, we're vibrational beings. Our thoughts about other people play a pretty strong role in how we view them and vice versa. But it's so often not accurate. So for example... A guy sees this beautiful girl and just falls in love with her just by seeing her. And he creates this idea of her in his head for a while before he even talks to her. But once they meet and they go out on a date, it's possible that she's only beautiful on the outside. <laughs> even though he thought she was perfect. Now, women can do the same thing. They might be attracted to the most successful, most dominant male. But when she gets to know him, it's possible he's not everything she imagined in her head. This happens all the time with all different scenarios. We can be very wrong about other people because of our preconceived ideas. And those preconceived ideas, uh, they come from our worldview and our self-perception as well. 
There was a man in the gym. <laughs> this just happened recently. He had tattoos all over his body, including his neck and his face. And I asked my trainer, Kevin, I said, do you think that he's been in jail? He laughed and he said, that guy's actually a big teddy bear on the inside. He has those tattoos to keep people away to protect himself. My worldview had me thinking that just because he had face tattoos that he was a hardened criminal, which wasn't true. You see, we create these entire scenarios in our heads that are made up of movies based on our worldview, and they're a lot of times wrong. Humans are complicated. We just are. And no one person has the same exact worldview as you do. Our worldview is how we create our reality. And a lot of times, we react in order to protect ourselves, just like the guy with the face tattoo. Now, we may not go to that extreme, but we will take other actions in order to protect ourselves. If you feel unworthy, you'll constantly be on the lookout for reasons of why you're unworthy to prove yourself to be right. You'll see it everywhere. If you feel left out, everything others do, you'll be looking for how you're being left out. It's a safety mechanism that's kind of a knee-jerk reaction. But with self-reflection, we can actually change that. I've talked about my own experience with it. You know, I was sort of pushing my family away because I had created this idea in my mind that because I wasn't part of their religion anymore, that they left me out on purpose. And I would see that in everything they did. Now that I've been reaching out, I realize that that isn't the case at all. Now, there are occasions where I choose not to be part of it myself because it is religion-related, but they would love for me to be there. I know that now because I got out of my own way, and I started reaching out when I wanted to. I started reaching out to them instead of hoping they would reach out to me. Now it's much more give and take. We reach out to each other a lot. And again, now these are relationships that are worth it to me. If they were not, or if it were a situation where it was constantly hurtful, even though I had done the mindset work around it, then I'd have to reevaluate. And the same goes for you and your relationships as well. But that isn't the case with my family. When you let go of your preconceived ideas and give people a chance to show you who they are, you may find that the idea in your head was incorrect. But that does take self-reflection in order to do it. I had to be real with myself about my role in my relationships. Social connection is a beautiful, natural part of our human experience, and it isn't going to always be rainbows and butterflies. A lot of times it's going to take work. Relationships generally do not thrive on their own. We have to work on them. We have to cultivate them, and we have to forgive and be forgiven. People hurt us, and sometimes we hurt them as well. Not always intentional, and sometimes you don't even realize that you've hurt someone or that they've hurt you. I firmly believe that the reason our family is doing well is because we're working on it and we continue to work on it because it's worth it. We value the connection and we love each other. The opposite of love is not hate. It's inattention. So if there is a relationship that's constantly on your mind, it may be one that you subconsciously are wanting to improve. Maybe you wish it were better or maybe you're estranged and don't want it want to be. My advice would be to first evaluate the relationship you have with that person in your head. If you can fix it in your head first, it'll go a long way to fixing it when you're in person. I know because I've done that. I could easily be completely estranged from my family, but I'm not because I'm willing to put in the work and they are too. If the relationship is worth it, what's something you can do today to make it better? Is it a phone call? An apology? Maybe a letter or a card? That's still a thing, and it's such a nice surprise to get one in the mail. 
Or maybe it's just simply working on the relationship in your head where instead of focusing on the things that that person did wrong or the things that they did to upset you, maybe acknowledge your role. And at the very least, acknowledge that it is a relationship that it's worth working on for you, which might naturally lead to better feeling thoughts about that person. Because our thoughts, they really do create our reality, and that includes thoughts about the relationships we have with other people. So if you have a relationship that's been weighing on you, one that you wish were better, think about the thoughts you have about that person. Is the relationship you have with them in your head a good one? Do you pick them apart? Are you constantly thinking about that one thing they did or said that hurt you or frustrated you to the point where it's even hard to be around them? If that relationship is worth keeping, my challenge to you today is to do some self-reflection. What role have you played in it? Could your negative thoughts about them be part of the reason the relationship isn't so great? We can't fix them. We can only fix ourselves. And we want people to love us even though we're imperfect. Are we willing to do the same for them? Sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes it's no. But if it's yes, then you have to fix the thoughts you have about them in your head first. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Share this with three people you love. Have a great day. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.